the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it's a pleasure to be back in studio with you today here on the Bruce Hooley Show. And I wish I had uh, better topics to start with than the one that I do. It's not a new topic. Division, divisiveness, and deceit. It is the page one, two, and three of the Democratic playbook. So I shouldn't be surprised, nor should you, that the party that has for decades tried to divide America along racial lines, uh, first with slavery, then with Jim Crow and the KKK and other hate-filled organizations and policies like that, Uh, lately with intersectional politics, with critical race theory, and with a return to segregation, only this time it's good segregation when we put uh, students of one color in their own dorm in college, because that's a safe space. Um, It should not be a surprise then that they enlist their standard bearer, Barack Obama, the Democratic Party standard bearer, to double down on divisive rhetoric. Uh, And it all surrounds um, Democrats' fear and last-ditch effort. Heaven forbid they turn from their wicked, ineffective ways and actually come clean and try to win on policy, on ideas, on truth. No, they can't do that. They won't do that. Uh, But I suppose when you're uh, gripped by and motivated by an answer to um, evil thoughts and intentions, I suppose you can't do that. I suppose it's outside your purview to do that. So Barack Obama has uh, penned a nationwide editorial for USA Today in which he says our democracy isn't a given. Voting rights must be vigilantly preserved and protected. Ah, but the devil is in the details. Uh, What does he mean by preserving and protecting voting rights? Uh, We will discuss today here on a Thursday edition of of the Bruce Hooley Show. I invite your participation, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can email the show, Bruce at 989theanswer.com, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. So Barack Obama says it is necessary to vigilantly preserve and protect our most basic tool of self-government, which is the right to vote, and I agree. And that's probably the last place in this editorial that I agree with him. Because then he makes a lot of general statements. And if you're interested in reading it, it's on the Columbus Dispatch websites in USA Today probably in your copy of the dispatch that arrived on your doorstep today. But that dispatch, by the way, won't be arriving on your doorstep as often um, in the future. Uh, They are ending their Saturday delivery. I'll have details on that later on in the show. This is a hard thing for me to say. I'm glad to see they're limiting their Saturday delivery because it means they're struggling. And I want them to struggle. And that's a hard thing for me to say because I have friends who work there, a few, And I don't like to see uh, people lose jobs, but I do like to see bad organizations go out of business, and the Columbus Dispatch is a bad organization because it's owned by the people who um, have bad 
intentions for our country and who are putting forward damaging ideas for our country. And so while there are some really good people who work there and don't don't share the ideas that are emanating out of that building and out of that organization, uh, by and large, it's a bad organization, and I'll be happy when it goes away. And it is unquestionably on its way to going away. But the Democratic divisive ideas are not on their way to going away because uh, they don't know how to say that they're in error, and they don't know how to admit their own duplicity because that would mean surrendering their power, and they're not going to do that. They're not ever going to do that. We see it in the address Joe Biden made this morning at the White House, talking about COVID. Now, you may think that testing is a disaster, and you can't get tests, and you may think that masking has not worked, and COVID positives are exploding around the country, and Omicron is not as lethal, but is more transmissible, which in your mind would be an avenue toward herd immunity and the end of the pandemic. But that's not what Joe Biden said this morning, because he can't tell the truth. He's incapable of it. So he said this morning at the White House that testing is going phenomenally well. And that you know what you should do to end the pandemic? Hold on to your hat, folks. You should get vaccinated. You should get boosted. You should wear a mask everywhere you go. And you should stay socially distant because that's worked so well over the past two years. You should keep doing that. So if you ever doubted that the Democratic Party is going to double down on dumb, confirmation came this morning when Joe Biden sleepily, stupefyingly stared into the camera and tried to muddle through whatever they had typed for him on the teleprompter about COVID. But back to his predecessor as the Democratic president of the United States, Barack Obama. Guy who made Joe Biden semi-relevant again. Thanks a lot for that. In Obama's editorial in USA Today, he says that Republicans have denied the results of an election and spun conspiracy theories that drove a violent mob to attack our capital. I'll even give him that. I think that's, that's uh, you know, we could argue over it, but I'm, I don't really have a problem with it. But he says that the 49 states in the union have introduced more than 400 bills designed to suppress votes. Really? Suppress votes? How about to certify that the votes are authentic, that they come from the people they are purported to come from? See, I would love for anyone out there who is a Democratic loyalist. You can be an elected official. You can be just a voter. There are two things I would like to have them provide that would lend a shred of authenticity to their claim about the vote being suppressed. And that is one or, I mean, I'd like to add like 100 or 1,000, but at least one person who tried to vote in some way, shape, or form and was not allowed to vote. Couldn't cast a mail-in ballot, couldn't cast a provisional ballot, couldn't cast a ballot. I would like for them to furnish. You would think if voter suppression is such a big issue, you would think they would have no problem in virtually every precinct in America, from, from certainly from every inner city. 
Because if you're going to suppress the vote as the Republican Party, I mean, you would suppress it in the cities which tend to vote for Democrats, correct? That's where you would focus your voter suppression efforts. We ought to be teeming with stories from inner city Columbus, Dayton, and Cincinnati, and Cleveland, and Youngstown, Toledo, with people who tried to vote and were turned away. Well, they had to, you know, recite the Pythagorean theorem in order to vote, or had to list pi out to the sixth digit? What? What was the test that they gave you at the poll that took the vote away from you? So they can't do that. And then I would like to them to explain the incongruity of voter suppression being an issue in an election where a record number of people voted. I would think if we had a record low number of people vote, then that would lend some authenticity to the charge. I would like to know why also, while you're at it, filling in the cracks of my inability to connect democratic logic with actual truth, I would like to know why I have to show a voter, excuse me, a vaccine ID to get into a restaurant and eat in certain American cities, but you're against me showing an ID to prove that I am who I say I am when I show up to vote. That would seem to not make a whole lot of sense to me. It makes sense to you. So explain it to me, please. So we'll go through more of Obama's editorial and the lies that he tells and the lies that Kamala Harris doubled down on today in an interview with the Today Show on NBC. All that yet to come, Thursday edition, Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 The Answer. We will hand it off to Dennis Prager at 1 o'clock today. I was listening to Hugh Hewitt this morning. Uh, Hugh had a uh, a lively show today. He, uh, like I, am very upset with the way that Joe Biden is still trying to divide the country, still lying to the country. Uh, this is a tired old tactic by Democrats. Uh, Biden will tell you half-truths. In his speech in Atlanta the other day, he compared Republicans now to Bull Connor. Bull Connor was the director of public safety city of Birmingham during the Birmingham race riots in the 1960s. Bull Connor was a Democrat. <laughs> okay. He said, you don't want to be, you want to be Abraham Lincoln or do you want to be Jefferson Davis? In other words, you want to be what, the great Republican president who freed the slaves or do you want to be a Democrat who was the president of the Confederacy? See, the Democratic Party's history on race is, is not bad. It's deplorable. Uh, if you look out your window while driving in a rural area of Ohio and see a big, wide open, expansive field with nothing in it, that could pass for the National Park where they've built monuments to every single Democrat who voted for the 15th Amendment, giving the right to vote to black Americans. Because there was not a one who did. Not one. Not one in the House, not one in the Senate. So to paint the Republican Party as if it is a racist party, then or now, is ridiculous. By the way, it is against the law to discriminate on the basis of race and has been since the mid-1960s. Now, this is a familiar refrain, of course, that was visited upon Donald Trump, but it was also visited upon Mitt Romney by Joe Biden. You remember when Mitt Romney was running for president? 
Mormon Mitt Romney? Milk toast Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney, who if he was a food, would be like unsweetened oatmeal Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney is the most vanilla, uh, non-controversial, passive person in politics. And Mitt Romney's desire was to put Americans back in chains, according to Joe Biden. There has to be a point, I would think, where the complete and utter unhingement from reality on these kinds of accusations has to offend even those of you who are Democratic partisan. Look, I I used to support the Democratic Party. I used to believe the lie that they cared about the working man. But after a while, you have to start to wonder about party leadership that continues to lie to you and gin up emotions to elicit responses from you that are just not purposeful, measured responses. They want histrionic, emotional responses. So let me read from Obama's editorial published in USA Today uh, in the Columbus Dispatch on their website as well. He says, what we're seeing now are far more aggressive and precise efforts on the part of Republican state legislatures to tilt the playing field in their favor. In states that have approved new congressional maps, there are now 15 fewer competitive districts than there were before. Fewer competitive districts increases partisanship since candidates who only have to appeal to primary voters have no incentive to compromise or move to the center. So he's talking about gerrymandering. And he's not wrong. But this is something that Democrats do when they have a chance to do it too. Now, I don't love gerrymandering. But if gerrymandering is the best, and it is the best example they can come up with of how Republicans are trying to stack the vote, this is done in every state. This is why there are every two years 435 seats up in the House of Representatives, but virtually no chance for more than a handful of them to change hands because the way that the districts are manipulated on both the left and on the right Assure people like Nancy Pelosi and AOC. What was it Nancy Pelosi said about AOC in New York? That a glass of water with a D on it could win the House seat in AOC's district. A glass of water with a D on it. Yeah, which would probably have a higher IQ than AOC. So the big end game here is for Democrats to kill off the filibuster which is a way for the Senate to require some bipartisan support, most likely, in order to get any legislation passed. The thought being from our forefathers who founded the nation that it would be a rarity for one political party to have more than 60 senators. And that in order to pass legislation, you ought to get at least three, four, five, six, seven senators from the other party. So they required that in the Senate, things had to pass 60-40. So if you have 41 senators against something, you can stall the legislation, and it never comes up for a vote, thus killing it. Now, this was not an issue for Democrats when Donald Trump was in the White House. They used it 317 times. They used it to stop funding for the border wall. They used it to kill uh, Tim Scott's police reform bill because they didn't want Republicans to get a victory on, crimi- on police reform before the election. They used it to stop COVID relief 
in September and October because they didn't want to give Trump a victory lap. So the Democrats only hate the filibuster when it's used against them, not when it's used by them. Does that seem like an honest position? Of course not. It's a two-faced position. It's a self-centered position. And that is almost exclusively the Democratic position. It's great. It's like Nancy Pelosi getting her hair cut in San Francisco when everybody else had to stay indoors. What's good for me does not apply to thee. It's Lori Lightfoot getting her hair cut in Chicago when no one else could get their hair cut in Chicago. It's Gavin Newsom eating at the French Laundry when nobody else could go out in California and eat at a restaurant. And you can do those things when you have power. And that's what really irks the Democrats. And that's why this is such a histrionic issue for Kamala Harris, who this morning on Today was railing against Republicans for stalling their voting rights, haha, Bill, which is basically a federal election takeover of state elections. It will disallow voter ID. Disallow it. Really? Yeah. No. Don't have to show an ID to vote. Hi, I'm Bill Smith. Weren't you here an hour ago? No. Boy, you sure look like that uh, Bill Jones that was here an hour ago. No, I'm Bill Smith. Maybe I'm just identifying as Bill Smith. Maybe now I'm Wilhelmina Smith. That'll be the next thing. Well, I voted this morning as a man, but this afternoon I'm identifying as a female, so I get to vote again. If you're voting Democrat, that's great. Have at it. Here's a ballot. In fact, take two. Sounds like an exaggeration. And at this point it is, but how much longer will it be? After all, if it'll keep Democrats in office, it's probably worth it. Here's Kamala this morning on Today. Kudos to the Today anchor for throwing a couple Democrats back at her when she tried to pin it all on Republicans. I will not absolve the 50 Republicans in the United States Senate from responsibility for upholding one of the most basic and important tenets of our democracy, which is free and fair elections and access to the ballot for all eligible voters. What about Senator Manchin? What about Senator Sinema? I don't think anyone should be absolved from the responsibility of preserving and protecting our democracy, especially when they took an oath to protect and defend our Constitution. Mm. I know she's a senator before she was vice president from California. She must have not spent any time in Hollywood because she's not a very good actress. Is anybody buying that, that she's really genuinely bothered? I'm not buying it. Not one bit. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.